0: and gentlemen, boys and girls, children of all ages, it is Saturday night. We are fueled, I was going to say something locked and ready to rock, but unfortunately i probably get me too on that one. So either way, your Sideline Junkies, WrestleManiacs are here, piling the mothership one more time to bring you all the goodness that we believe is true, true, and nothing but the truth. So help us one day or another. As always I'm the people's choice Don Rodriguez. I'm joined to my right by the Nubian Sumo what is going on Señor James and tell us what you are sponsoring and we are not getting paid for today
1: Well the Nubian Sumo tonight is being powered by Old Granddad Bonded and Bond 100 proof very tasty beverage and also the Los Calaveras 2019 edition, which is a very, very delicious cigar that I've just procured here recently, along with about six other boxes of cigars that, and about seven bottles of alcohol. So I'm good for a little while. Thank you very much for asking. No
0: problem. And to my left, coming straight out of the kitchen remodel, is the big guy, KG. Microwaving like only he can microwave. Well,
2: that's that's what I do. Uh, instead of Taco Tuesday, it's Taco Saturday in my house, and I needed to melt the cheese on the top of my taco. So now I'm about to put some hot sauce on my burrito, baby, and get this thing going. Taco Shout out, flavor hot, cases. Some hot taco sauce burrito. on my
1: burrito, baby. <laughs> taco, taco, burrito, burrito, con taco. So i call calling you, Benny Johnson.
0: <laughs> so, this week, it's hard to believe. Truth be told, that we are scratching the door of October. The weather, at least down here, has gone from last Saturday, 8 p.m. You can still see the sun. Last Sunday, is dark as hell at 8 p.m. It's almost like night and days. Like I don't understand what just happened. I know we're going into fall, but it seems like it just happened. So I don't know if that's just cabin fever from from COVID-19. You just wake up like, oh, snap. Why is there Halloween and Christmas stuff out already? And I've been in the house. (laughs) It's like, what the hell? What are you going to say, KG? Um, you,
2: You can't say it's like night and day and then not. I mean, you old enough. You can't sing I'll be, you can't not sing I'll be sure. When you say night and day oh God, grandpa, I'm just... hey man' I'm Actually, still, if I'm... I was
0: gonna if, if you go talk about old enough, then the first thing should have came to your mind was that famous episode of the Cosby show where uh they were singing the song to uh uh Bill Cosby's parents. I think it was for his mom's <laughs> anniversary their anniversary or something like that. <laughs> you, and, know you know that, You man. see Rudy Baby <laughs> Baby, baby. Oh, That
1: Oh baby Baby yeah. oh, no.
0: so, that, that, that would be The night and day if we're talking You know I'm old enough then that, that's, that's the first thing that technically came to my mind When you said that's where I thought you was going No disrespect to I'll be sure but you know he, he, oh, got, he, he had enough ladies in his lifetime screaming for him. We're not oh, trying to have any sideline junkies doing
1: that. You go real so go old school. You can go night and day. You are the one. That joint. Back in the day. Um, James? Yeah?
0: Were, were y'all singing that on the boat over here?
1: No, we were not singing that on the boat over here. We were singing that once we got off. Oh, okay. Yeah,
0: off the arc, that is right. Mm-hmm. Okay, just wanted to. Yeah, I was,
1: riding, I was riding the camel and whatnot, you know, on the way <laughs> out.
0: Because you're the only person I know that was giving Noah high fives. But, uh, <laughs> as I was saying or alluding to, the time has seemingly sped up. And this week, in the sports, in, well, uh, let me clarify in the WWE category. It seems like they have sped up with the times, and we'll get to that uh, in a little bit. But um, we're also going to stop all this speed up and go backwards a little bit for our favorite segment. That's just Nubian, where James is going to catch us up on whatever happened between the night and the day in New Japan, Impact Wrestling, maybe a sprinkle, a salt base sprinkle of Ring of Honor. So that way we could be caught up because I know we haven't talked about it in the past uh, couple weeks, especially since last week we had our champions episode, which was pretty exciting and, and interesting to say the least. So, James, get us caught up all the way to the fall semester, if you will, of That's Just Nubian.
1: Well, thank you very much for that introduction, sir. And since you brought up Ring of Honor, we'll go ahead and start with Ring of Honor and the uh, new, and a new Ring of Honor Pure Championship tournament, which has gotten started on television, of which the first two matches they had were with Jonathan Gresham against Wheeler, Utah, of which Jonathan Gresham wound up winning in a very technical match, very, a very excellent match of which Jonathan Gresham is known for as far as technical wrestling is concerned. And then also, Jay Lethal defeated Dalton Castle, the uh, battle of the two uh, former world champions, and Jay Lethal being the only uh, Ring uh, Ring of Honor pure champion in the tournament, so he represented very well. Next week will be uh, David Finley versus Rocky Romero in an all-new Japan Matchup and Delirious versus Matt Seidel, which will most likely be somewhat of a comedy match, but we'll see how serious Delirious will get, being that he's going up against Matt Seidel. Now, I also want to bring up um, a a gentleman, a young man by the name of Danny Limelight, who's been getting a lot of attention here lately. He is a student of Carl the Machine Gun Anderson, and has been on not only Ring of Honor, but has done some shows for some matches for NWA and for Impact lately. An up-and-coming wrestler, he's been in for like maybe a year or two, and he's looking, ve- he's looking very well in the ring. Uh, Carl has done a very good job with um, teaching him the ways of the force, so to speak. And, um, he's, and he, a lot, he's getting a lot of buzz in the independent scene right now. So be on the lookout for that name, Danny Limelight, uh, to be um, a very impactful force within the ind- independent wrestling scene. Now I'll go into a uh, major league Wrestling MLW, who will be starting their taping here very soon. Um, they are now recruiting wrestlers to start wrestling within the organization because they've had a lot of wrestlers who have left because of contracts and the long um the long sit out for the, from the coronavirus so uh we can be looking for some new faces within mlw as well as them moving from their shows on saturday night they'll be moving to wednesday nights at seven o'clock on the fabu applica- uh, application So, um, I don't know if they'll be moving their show on BN Sports to Wednesday night as well. They haven't said it may still be coming on Saturday nights at nine o'clock on BN Sports, but we'll see if that changes. And also, um, LA Park has made an announcement that his younger son, LA Park Jr., will be joining the MLW rank. So, not only will he have His younger son, but his son, El Ijo de L.A. Park, is also already in MLW. So it's going to be a family affair within uh, MLW as far as the L.A. Park family is concerned. Now, going to NWA, they recently had their first show for their primetime live pay-per-views that they're going to be showing every Tuesday night at 7 o'clock. They're charging $14.99 to uh, watch these shows and you'll be able to watch them on um, all of your cable pay-per-view um, outlets as well as Fight TV. Uh, their main event was Nick Aldis defeating Mike Bennett, who you all rem- may remember in WWE is Mike Canellis with uh, the husband of Maria Canellis. And uh, Maria Canellis is now going by Mrs. Bennett instead of her name. Because she says that since he took her name in WWE, he, she only thought it was fair that she take his name. And uh, so she's not even, she, even though people are still calling her Maria Canellas, she is going by Mrs. Bennett. Uh, so uh, I guess that'll take some getting used to. Um, Stu Bennett, who everyone knows as Wade Barrett in the WWE, just signed with uh, w- NXT to be their new uh, desk desk commentator taking the place of Nigel McGinnis who will be now going over to NXT. I mean UK to um, take over uh, the reins over there, at their desk, and uh, and, uh, and also Morrow. Morrow, yes, Morrow Ranello has now left uh, WWE. And spend will probably, time with his family. Yeah, probably concentrating on uh, Bellator. Uh, fight uh, MMA uh, since he announces for them. Um, James Storm and Melina, their contracts have um, ended with NWA. Melina has already signed with WWE and there's a possibility that James Storm allegedly allegedly Allegedly. uh, she's still denying she's still Still denying it still (laughs) denying it, but but I've been reading pretty much a lock so yeah
0: that's what I was getting to, and I've seen a lot of Molina and John Morrison uh pictures starting to resurface from uh that time, so uh, it'll be interesting to see and there's some uh also tag team pictures uh that people have put together of Molina and Mickey James together, and Mickey's co signing on it, saying, "Yeah, I wouldn't mind seeing that happen, so yeah. But it would be nice to get Cowboy James Storm in on WWE grounds so we can have a resurgence of beer money.
1: Well, we're going to see if he winds up getting his music back because, you know, um, AJ Styles music was originally put together for James Storm. So maybe he can get his. Maybe he'll they'll wrestle for that music. (laughs) (laughs) And uh,
0: possibility.
1: (laughs) And uh, going back to the primetime um, live show, uh, they are going to have Thunder. They have announced that they will have Thunder Rosa and Eli, Eli Drake wrestling on the next show on Tuesday. So uh, that'll be something to look forward to, especially with Thunder Rosa making the rounds as NWA women's champion. And because um, this will be, be this show along with NWA and uh aew, which she's still wrestling for right now because she just had a tag team uh match with Takaru Shida against um uh, uh with um uh, uh, and um I uh oh, man I can't I can't remember her name right now but um uh yeah but with, with those with, um they that was a pretty good match that they had together. Uh there was a little bit of a box there. <laughs> That they got uh, focused on, but uh, on uh, Eva Lisa's part. But uh, yeah, we'll, we'll, they'll—I guess—they'll get over that in some point, or we'll discuss that. Now back, now going to New Japan, the G1 Climax started last night uh, with their first round of matches. Uh, now to go through the brackets, or I should say, it's a block series. It's a block tournament. So they're going to have 10 wrestlers in each block, all wrestling each other in matches until they come up with a winner. So whoever has the best record out of each block will go go against each other to determine the G1 Climax winner who will get the main event spot against whoever the IWGP heavyweight and Intercontinental champion is for Wrestle Kingdom on on January 4th. So in the B block, and I'll start with the B block because the A block is the one that's being talked about so much, you have Hiromu Takahashi, uh, Hiroshi Goto, Toro Yanu, who is the the, uh, KOPW 2020 winner from that tournament they just had. You got um, Yoshihashi along with Goto, who is two-thirds of the Ne- Never six-man tag team championship team. You have Sonata, the um, I.W.G.P. and Intercontinental champion Tetsuya Naito, the former champion e- Evil, Zack Saber Jr., who's half of the heavyweight tag team champion team, Juice Robinson, and Kenta, who is the briefcase holder for the right to challenge. United States t- for the United States Championship held by John Moxley. Then in the A bracket, you have Kota Ibushi, uh, Katsuya Naik- uh, Okada, um, Tomohiro Ishii, uh, Shingo Takagi, Yujiro Takahashi, Tai Chi. Minoru Suzuki who is the never open weight champion, Jeff Cobb, Will Ospreay and Jay White. Ishii being the uh, other member of the 6-man tag team champions. So um, that that's an interesting bracket being that Okada is in it along with Suzuki and returning and a returning Jay White and Will Ospreay along with Suzuki. So that is a very hard-hitting bracket that's going to happening Now, in the tournament start, uh, starter that happened last night, you had Will Ospreay defeating Yujiro Takahashi. You had Jeff Cobb, who took the loss to Tai Chi. You had Tomohiro Ishii, who lost to Minoru Suzuki. Shingo Takagi in, wound up taking a loss to Jay White. And Kazuchika Okada wound up losing to Kota Ibushi, which is very interesting, being that Okada is pretty much the John Cena of New Japan with all of his wins and his long um, standing uh, title reigns and as popular as he is right now for him to actually end up taking the first loss, it makes it very interesting, makes me think that they're gonna end up pushing him toward the end and having him win in that bracket. Now, uh, I do want to go back over the uh, some of the champions. I did mention the Never weight six-man champions, um, Yoshihashi, Tomohiro Ishii, and Hiroshi Goto, who just defended their championships recently and wound up uh, winning, um, and the IWGP Tag junior tag team champions, Desperado and, Ka- and uh Amau, who um, wound up winning that tournament that I mentioned on uh, a couple of weeks ago uh, for that junior title who had, who, which had to be dropped by uh, Rapungi 3K because one of the members, Yo, is, wound, wound up getting hurt and is not going to be able to come back and defend the title within the six months that they have to defend the titles. So uh, it's going to be an interesting um, run with the G1 Climax, which is going to run all the way to October the 18th, where the winner will be um, in the Tokyo Dome. They'll be be in the Tokyo Dome for um, the uh, championships for that, which will lead up into the Power Struggle Tour, which starts on October 23rd through November the 5th that will uh, start leading up, that will start building up storylines and leading up to the um, uh, Wrestle Kingdom, again, like I said, on January the 4th. So, um, that's pretty much it for right now. Um, again, you can, pay, you can start paying attention to the G1 Climax and the sh- new show, um, Primetime Live, which will be featuring a lot of Independent wrestlers that you may not have seen or heard of before, along with a lot of guys out of the NWA and uh, looks like some uh, people from. um, Impact that will be involved in that as well, along with other uh, organizations that will be lending, uh, lending wrestlers to to that product. So. Anything for me, gentlemen?
0: No, that was a lot of Nubians, so you made up for lost time. I will say that. So that was uh, a lot of good information for getting folks uh, caught up and, and wetting a whistle, so to speak, on what's going on on uh, the outer fringe of sports entertainment when we're talking about you know things that are not including AEW and the WWE. So it's a lot happening, and then uh, it's going to be interesting also to see how other promotions are going to start uh their engines up like Maryland Championship Wrestling and and other ones out there um, as we start to kind of get back to a modicum of normalcy before things get extremely abnormal again through flu season. So, uh, believe it or not, we're almost done with hurricane season. That's how far into the year we've gotten. And then uh, all is left is a bunch of people who get to Sniffles and Black Friday. And we may just make it out almost unscathed anymore than we've already been scathed throughout this year and all this pandemic stuff. So, changing gears, and uh, KG, I'm going to pose this question of the day with you first, and we're going to take it back to what we normally discuss for the true war that's happening in sports entertainment being held on Wednesdays, and that being AEW versus... NXT and the, the general question Is always who won Wednesday So uh, some Of the, the big things That kind of happened uh, On the NXT side At least to me the, the, the Biggest match of the night That really had the wow factor to me Was uh, a breakout match With Shotzi Blackheart versus Io Shirai And then the, the biggest wow moment Of AEW Was the street fight between santana and ortiz versus the best friends so with that being in my opinion the two biggest and there was several other things on the nxt side as well story building uh situations on the nxt side and story building on the aew side but truthfully that was in my opinion two of the pinnacles you may have a couple different things uh off the top of your dome but those two matches right there, which is Barn Birders, and I think everything else was just playing catch up. Thankfully, on AEW side, the parking lot brawl was the main event. On the NXT side, that happened in the beginning. So I was gassed and blown up in the beginning of the daggone show. But either way, Wednesday for this past week, who do you think won AEW, NXT and why?
2: Well <laughs> I think AEW won because of what you just said. The match of the night for NXT was Io Shirai versus Shotzi Blackheart, And then it was nothing. It it was like downhill after that. Like that's your you 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 blew your wad a little too early there, son. That's basically what that was. But now Dave Meltzer, who Came into a little trouble. Uh, what is he what not in trouble? Like? Well, <laughs> it's about, I mean, people have called for his death. <laughs> um, they said they want to beat his ass, but he made uh, an opinion that I don't agree with, but it, it was funny anyway. But he said that uh, Best Friends versus Santana and Ortiz, the parking lot bro, was better than Sting versus Rick, Rick Flair at Clash of Champions. Undertaker versus Shawn Michaels WrestleMania 25. Mm. Undertaker versus Shawn Michaels WrestleMania 26. Mm. Bret Hart versus Owen Hart WrestleMania 10 and Hardy Boys versus Dudley Boys versus Edge and Christian WrestleMania 17. Now That, part that of my bro, good. True. Yeah. That that he on that good shit. But AEW kept it consistent. All night. And I I just I, I took a few notes. Um, anytime you got uh MJF coming back, uh it, it was just a lot going on. Number one, you had MJF coming back, uh Moxley, Moxley versus Lance Archer meet, uh Private Party versus uh Jericho and Hager, Thunder Rosa. Hangman paid. You you had all these people showing up. That show it it was just built better. And I think AEW has to keep doing what they're doing, but WWF WWE Ooh, throwback. Yeah. Get the get the Um, F out. Get the F out.
1: Well, he did he did mention some throwback matches, so I guess that's why he did that, but we'll give him a pass. But they have to, uh, they got to do a little bit better
2: because it's like, with, during this, uh, this pandemic, during this COVID, Vince, he, he got too much of his hand in the pot. He's not letting the people that he paid the good money to uh, do their job. You know, if he doesn't like a certain performer, even though, like, I, I he, he doesn't like Shayna Baszler, Don't know why, but that's why she's not getting the run right now. But it doesn't matter if he doesn't like them. I don't care if he needs to take his hands off of NXT right now.
0: Well, I think he may be starting to pull back a little bit because you can tell, at least in my opinion, that NXT had a different vibe since it was back in the PC opposed to um, being in the arena with Raw. And uh, Spawley's Raw Smackdown being in a performance center, put it that way. Uh, I think NXT is deserving of Thunderdome time myself, but that's a whole nother conversation. But I don't think Shotzi and EO would have had that opportunity if Vince was still heavily in the pot. I don't think that Damian Priest would be North American champion, had uh, or even I don't think that. I know it's going to sound bad that Finn Balor would be champion right now if the hand was deeply in the pot. My question to James is: Do you think I know NXT is notorious for having uh, takeover? You'll have a fire show, and then it's about two or three shows down the road or somewhere that is just that building show for the storyline, and they just things just kind of happen. But it's nothing momentous. It's just you're just building blocks. And then two shows down the road, you're building towards the takeover again. So I know that that's their their motif. But for you, James, do you think that because they're starting to focus back on NXT UK that they pulled back too far? I know Shawn Michaels is having a little bit more attention being placed uh, for him on NXT UK. You talked about Nigel going back over. Uh, they'll slowly but surely work on transitioning Imperium over. And, and there's other things that's happening on the UK side. Uh, Pete Dunne is, is being a um, a road agent right, right now in, in the UK to help them get started. So it's this focus being put on the UK, but do you think there's too much and they're just taking uh, the, the US side for granted because, they're expecting not to be AEW that week, anyway.
1: That's an interesting take on that, and because I actually took the time to watch WWE UK this week, and being that they're in their own version of, of it, they got their that in the BT Sports studio now, in a setup pretty similar to NXT. Um, wholesale arena that they're in, um, they had a very, very good show coming back. I mean, the main event that they had with Noam Dar and Ilya Dragunov was an instant classic. I, I, I actually had to watch that match back because those two guys put on a very, very good show uh, that night, and uh, it, was, it was just... It, the, the matches that they had, they've announced that they're going to have a heritage tournament, eight-man heritage tournament, where they're going to go back to British rules, where it's going to be uh, rounds, six rounds, two out of three fall matches. And um, uh, it's an interesting set of wrestlers that they've chosen for this particular tournament. But um, the whole, But like I said, the whole show was just great. Now, like you said, are they concentrating on bringing up WWE UK and taking NXT for granted? That could be the case. Because, I mean, this, was, this show, I mean, was kind of out of sorts from the beginning. I mean, he started out real strong, and you couldn't come back from it. I mean, I don't even remember the matches or anything that happened after the Shotzi Blackheart Io Shirai match. To tell you the truth,
0: so, I don't think they expected not to cut you off, James. I don't think they expected that match to be that good, because up until now Shotzi has been kind of—I know if it's going to sound not—I don't mean this in a negative way—but are truthing it and how she's being presented with the Robert Stone brand and all the other stuff that she's been doing. Nothing has been on that serious level of she's a contender. She's still young, but nothing has been on that she's a contender because sometimes you forget that, yeah, they're in the performance center, but some of these folks that get signed to NXT have been in the business for a while. They just got to be taught the WWE way of things, but they have put in the work uh, in the indie scene. So when she put in, you know, what she, she had the match of her lifetime right now to which if she would have won, I would have been mad if she became NXT Women's Champion. That's how, well, I, by the, the end of it, I was like, is she going to get this? Please let her get this.
1: But Here's the thing, though. For them to put them in as curtain jerker and give them all the time that they, give, they gave them. I mean, they gave them, what, three segments?
3: Mm-hmm.
1: They had to think that something was going to come out of that match, or they, or they now, told I think them, the call so was put, in the back didn't cut up that's I think what I'm the saying call was
0: in the back no, I mean like during the show, I'll have to go back and watch it again to try to catch the cues from the the ref, but I think the call from the back was "Keep going, don't go home, keep going until they they and and he trimmed it from somewhere else. Because it kind of got to feel like some of the other matches were. Kind of cut short Like right. hey, don't go out there, do what you need to do. We go on, you know, go to the finish and let it be just like I said, to, to build the storyline, but I think they gave them, if nothing else, an extra segment, because it was they, when you saw, when you see magic happening, you just got to sit back and watch. and I think they became fans, and somebody at Gorilla said, give them an extra, give them an extra five.
1: Well. I'm i that could have happened that could have happened, but they put, they put on she Shashi put on a show shot yeah. shot showed her ass and she made, she made she made a point she made a she made a point in that match that uh anybody that's been sleeping on me needs to wake up because i'm here and i'm actually, coming
0: dare i say she made two points one that she's a contender, but two she can make an established superstar look good because she made eo look good i thought i think eo was having an off night Shotzi made eo look good
1: and now i think Alexa, now eo might have just been phoning it in because i mean you know she's young champion and it wasn't it wasn't supposed to be that good like you said so i mean that i mean like you said she showed her ass she was like, yes, give me my shot. Put me in. Mm-hmm. Put me in the game, coach. Put me in the
0: game. So, KG, I'm going to go back to you because I'm going to ask you the $10 million question because I've talked about it multiple times, and I know James it, it could pop off about it too. So I'm going to ask you the, the $10 million question. You ready? I'm ready. What? can the WWE do? Not what NXT can do, but what can a WWE do for them to beat AEW in the ratings? Let's just say on Wednesdays for three weeks in a row. I'm not asking for, you know, a momentous turn when they all of a sudden start beating WCW, you know, on the 84th week. I'm not talking about that. I'm talking just three weeks in a row at this point would be... You know, miraculous. So, what can the WWE as a whole do to beat AEW three weeks in a row, minimum, uh, to turn their tides?
2: What was it? Maybe uh, two months ago when they were they beat them two weeks in a row in the ratings. I believe yeah. it was
1: pretty close yeah, to that. That was, that was after a paper. That was after what? A major pay per view, though, wasn't it?
0: Yeah, and then
1: they, you know, they, they, they did the two
2: orders. Yeah. Now, now, but, see, the thing is, it, the saying goes, "It's not about what you do, but how you do it." That saying applies to WWE. It's not about what you do; it's how you do it. You you have to enhance the product. The same production values you put into Raw. This, and SmackDown has got, SmackDown was the baby show. NXT was, was number two next to Raw. Now, SmackDown's number two. NXT is the baby show again. And it shouldn't be like that. So, whatever SmackDown's doing, you need to copy that. You need to copy what Raw is doing, what SmackDown's doing all across the board. So, you can start beating these out. They got one show a week and they're demolishing you. You, you, you got to come up with, Better storylines. Some of those, some of those performers in NXT have to come up so new talent can come in. You have to infuse new talent. And then you'll be able, you'll start to see a change because you can get more. Uh, some of the talent that's there that's not being you has to be you. I mean, I understand we have travel restrictions, but damn it, use what you got to get what
3: you want. <sighs>
2: it's it's not it's not rocket science I mean we can sit here every Saturday night and we can come up with different ways to make the brand as a whole better and somehow some way magically it seems to happen we don't get any any credit for but when we talk about NXT and what to make it better they're not listening all oh, you got to Even easier way to do it. When you have a company and you sell a product, right? Mm-hmm. How, do you, how do you go about improving your product? You do consumer reports, you talk to who's purchasing your product, correct? Yep. Why not do that, WWE?:
0: Market research.
2: Talk, talk, I mean, I'm not talk to the marks. The, 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 the know-it-alls, talk to... You got to start doing your research. You you got enough people. If you don't, hire people. Start listening to what the people want. And then you start deciphering. You know better. Okay, yeah, this sounds like a good idea. This sounds like a good idea. Okay, this sounds like a trash idea. But if we turn it this way, we can make it work. Listen to your consumer. And true that. I mean... I, I went all the way around the world just to come back in a day. But listen to your consumer. But also, take the. I feel that they have shackles on these writers for NXT. Take the shackles off. Let them do what they're doing on SmackDown. And if that's not going to work, let Paul Heyman put his touch on it. Give, give Paulie dangerously some 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 right and responsibility, and let him go. Let him do his thing, because I'm sure he can figure that shit out better than anybody else. All right,
0: James. What about you? Same question. What can the WWE as a whole do to win Wednesday?
1: Move NXT to Tuesday. <laughs>
0: that would be simple. And just just let AEW have Wednesday. Period.
1: Yeah, let A. Hey. Let's put it, when, when NXT had those two shows on Tuesday, their numbers jumped, obviously, because they had no competition. The shows were set up to be better for, for, because those Super Tuesday, um, what, they, what they wanted to call them, uh, shows. But they had, their, they had bigger numbers, but so did AEW when they didn't have any competition on Wednesday and i'm sure it's going to happen again because you still got uh nba going on and they got they're about to have their uh playoffs in the in the western playoffs so i'm sure it's going to happen again at some point
0: yeah cuz is so, going to have a, a later airing uh, i believe it's this week uh, at right. 10 they're going to
1: they're going to air after the after the playoffs right so yeah, whenever they're so. able to air so I would, I would say just go ahead, give up the ghost, tap out, move to Tuesday, so you ain't got to worry about it. The experiment is, as far as I'm concerned, the experiment is over. You lost. Take your L, go to Tuesday night, and do what you need to do. Okay. Now, they were, now there, was a re, there was a rumor that they were talking about moving SmackDown to Wednesday. I read somewhere that they were talking about maybe moving SmackDown to Wednesday. Mm -hmm. I saw that. It was a strong show. So that could happen. And maybe they move NXT to Friday. Who knows? We'll see. We'll have to see. But I say go ahead and move the show to another day and go ahead and end it because they're not, if they're not willing to do what they need to do, Like KG was saying, to make the show better, then stay the way you are and just move to another day.
0: Okay. Now, I do want to give credit where credit is due because I don't know if it was just me. Hopefully, you guys noticed the same thing. But Raw had a a strong vibe. Now, I know they called it the in-your-face show, but the vibe for the whole entire thing, was a lot more Smash Mouth. There was more action. There was more wrestling. And there were five standout moments throughout the course of that three-hour period that made it very entertaining. Now, everything else kind of wrapped around that, but there were five standout moments. The first one for me was once again getting reminded how amazing of a performer Cesaro is, period. That Cesaro and um, Nakamura versus the Street Profits, phenomenal match. The second thing was the Hurt Business and uh, their dealings with not only Retribution, but Cedric versus Ricochet, instant classic. The next one was... The whole thing and the spoiler alert with Mandy Rose um, being sent to Raw because of the Miz and you know that little backdoor thing. I thought that was entertaining. entertaining little slide in. Oscar versus Mickey James was a phenomenal match. The ending whoa, 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 was whoa, whoa, whoa.
2: You gotta clean that up. You gotta clean that up. That,
0: that was it was a good match. The
2: ending was No, that's not good what I'm talking bad. about. I'm talking about your use of words. You gotta clean that up.
0: What, Oscar versus Mickey was a phenomenal match?
2: Before that.
0: Uh, Mandy coming to Raw?
2: And a backdoor way, just a little slide in.
0: <laughs> oh, that, whatever. Whatever. Clean you're, up. Reach, you're reaching on that one. You are reaching <laughs> on that one, sir. You, you are reaching on that one. Um, <laughs> <laughs> you're reaching on that one. And then uh, crowning it off with um, Dominic versus Seth in a a really good cage match. They told a phenomenal story, uh, period, uh, throughout the course of that cage match. My only upsetting thing for Monday Night Raw, for the second week in a row, is why, how can I put this, I know that. Uh The brothers of Omega Sci-Fi have to be wondering why they keep punking Titus O'Neil. Last week, he got choked out. This week, he got knocked out. Like, come on, Titus, for real? Really? Two weeks in a row? He's that ain't a jobber. Right. That ain't right.
1: He's a jobber.
0: Yeah, but, you know, that's... that's
1: and I've actually, and, and, and I've actually and talked the to some members of Omega Sci-Fi... And they are very upset that he's using them as a gimmick in, in in WWE because he's got everybody in that audience doing that stuff, and they don't appreciate that at all.
0: Yeah. So oh, it, now he's it, getting choked out and stuff. So maybe that's penance. Who knows?
1: No, nah, that's not penance. That's not penance. It may be penance as far as karma, but it's not penance as far as the WWE is concerned. They don't care. But as far as uh, members of of the omega five, they're not really too hype on Titus using their so their um, euphemisms or whatever you want to call it, uh, their symbolisms and everything. But and at it, the same the time,
0: a cue going bark, no matter what. We all know the moment you even get a hint of Atomic Dog, they are going crazy.
1: Right, but so, when you got members of the audience doing it you got people on the street doing it i mean it's bad enough that you can go to a you can go to a uh a goodwill or a salvation army and find paraphernalia there people walking around with paraphernalia on somebody where'd you get that oh i got it from the goodwill uh okay well can i get can i give you ten dollars for that you know so yeah sure no Trying to take that gimmick, trying to take their paraphernalia back. So I mean, yes, yeah, that's not. It's not good. It's not good that he does that. And I've said that from the very beginning when he started doing that. I was like, that's not gonna. That's not gonna sit with them well. well you don't man, see any other. The- you don't see any other frat or sorority uh, within wrestling doing that. Well, I mean, no other I-
0: frat or sorority has uh, such an iconic. um uh, uh, for lack of a better term Don't, don't hate on me Any cues we we'll just call it a chant For wrestling purposes um, You know As an iconic chant That you would just You instantly recognize You know If, do you, if you're not at um, uh, Going to Miami for, for the arm movement Then you know that's a cue motion So, so you only got two options You're talking about the U or you you talking about the Q? So nobody uh, he, else. You, you're not going to see anybody out
2: there. it's It's not happening. Even but,
1: more no, no. You than
2: <laughs> But you know you, you're not going. You're not going to get that from from uh, uh, Kappas either. I mean, ain't nobody ain't nobody running around saying they nukes and shit. But everybody wants to be a Q though. Because well, that's not, one. To of be honest the with you, I think the new
0: thing for the definition of the, of it. Would actually probably be something if uh, that Vince would probably co-sign off on. He would probably yeah, have to change the end. in New.
1: That that that's
2: uh, May.
1: <laughs> <Mad>. plus all <laughs> of that's copyright and trademark, so he can't. Uh, he gonna have to break bread if that's the case.
2: And yeah, I don't think they. I don't think they got a price. He ain't got a checkbook big enough for the price they're gonna ask for. Because that that's. Yes. Mad. You'd be surprised. You'd be surprised,
1: especially, especially since, the, especially like you said, the way they use it, Titus, right now, and then he going around throwing up paws and bar- and barking and everything. That's a slight.
0: But if he was
1: <laughs> I but, it, he on the flip, flip side, him, make, I find if, a good life.
0: On the flip side, if he was dominating in, in uh, Raw Underground and he was champion, what would you say then? No, I don't do it. But I'm i I'm just I'm just uh trying to look at the other side of the coin. If he out there, you know, barking and going ham, hey, doing everything, and he's the world champion, stepping, doing all that stuff in the ring, they'd be like, Oh man, look at my look at my frat. That's frat right there.
3: Yeah, yeah man, but that's Scott, still mad
1: disrespectful. It's still mad like he said, it's still disrespectful because you got But he put it he put in the work.
0: I, I understand what you're saying. But you know, for that aspect, yeah, people who didn't put in the work to be able to legitimately do that shouldn't be doing it. I agree with that. Because then that's appropriation at a, at its purest form. I agree with that.
2: You know what? It was a time in the nineties. Uh Steve McNair, uh, Shaq's a Q dog, Jordan's a Q Dog. Um a lot of sports people were Q-dogs. And you would see that, and most people didn't know what it means, so they ran around doing it. And you find out later, you can actually get your ass whooped for that. At least that's the way it used to be. I don't know about these new Q-dogs, but no, the old school whoop your fucking ass. You, it's
0: can't, uh, you can't do it like you used to. All that stuff has kind of uh, moved its way out of campuses and stuff like that uh, for the most part I, I, in this I new beg, uh, generation.
1: I, I beg to differ.
0: Well, it's not supposed to be happening. Let's just put it that way.
1: Hazen's not supposed to be happening either, but that's still going on. Yeah. You know I
0: mean? I'm just yeah. saying it's not supposed to be happening. We know it, somewhere somebody's doing something, and they, somehow one way or another, because it's, it's also part of the culture, for lack of a better term. It doesn't have to be at the extreme, but there's something because, you know, that's just like saying, well, you ain't got to cross the sands either. So there's something that has to happen, you know, to to separate and, and to initiate because it happens in sports it happens everywhere. We, we talked about even professional wrestling with um, Leo Rush and the, the carrying the water and carrying the bags for the vets and stuff like we, we it's par for the course. Depending on how you look at it, you know, as long as it's not demeaning in any way or anything like that, you know, just good, respectful, paying your dues. There's nothing wrong with that. Well, once it crosses the line. Yeah, I can get you. But I just wanted to, 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 you know, say that that was the one thing that really is starting to disturb me is that as much good as Titus does in the community. At some point, I don't know if it's he has to. Go to the riders and say, Yo, stop. Uh, you know, let me put it I, there's a word I want to use, but I can't because I don't want to put it out there. But as they said in the uh, the boondocks, game recognized game, and Titus is looking very unfamiliar right now. So, uh, <laughs> does he need to go to the riders and say, Hey, I'm looking real unfamiliar, so y'all need to change that? Sorry, Shane, I don't mind being part of the underground, but. I have been choked out, knocked out. What's next? You gonna lock me out? I can't even come in now because I didn't got my butt whipped. What?
1: So I don't know. He's accepted his position as a jobber. They know they, he knows that they aren't gonna be doing anything with him. And he probably is probably toward the end of his uh contract anyway. So he's just pretty much riding it out until he can get out and do something else or you know, renew his contract and maybe they'll Build him up after that, but right now, I don't see him doing anything within WWE other than getting his ass whooped. Well,
0: why can't he join the hurt business?
1: Nah. What as what? a as a, as, a, as, a, as a as an advisor as a law? No, as a, as as the a a a That's the one no. thing they don't
0: have. That's what they you got, got. That's what they got. got last that's what they got. got Lastly, but you don't have the height and. and- Considering that, well, and we'll be talking about it at the end of the show, retribution—they already have one person, and we pretty much know who it is—that has the height. So why can't they have the height? Uh, MVP them can them. go to him and say, just like he said to Cedric, and and also to Lashley, when are you gonna stop getting in your own way? When are you gonna stop? He could say, having them portray you as biarge, and you come out here and show us what you can really do. Because we know you, you, you can be more than what we see on TV. When are you going to let that animal out? MVP I can roll them, up on him.
1: I see them going to the bodyguard, the the guy that's on the door at Raw oh, Underground. Yeah, yeah. the or, killer? Or, or, or the, the dude that was up against uh, Braun.
0: Yeah, that'll be next week.
1: Uh, One of them, I, 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 I the bio, the, I believe, or something like that. Yeah, something, yeah. whatever his name is. I'm still pissed off at him because he grabbed the old boy by the balls though a few weeks ago. <laughs> His big ass. What the hell are he doing grabbing <laughs> people by the balls?
0: Why? Because you're big and why not? What you gonna tell was,
1: him? No. That was a you bitch would, move to me, but you know. You hey, tell him no. I tell I, him no.
0: Hey man, I, I can't. I, I can't say anything because I remember there was a time where I was wrestling somebody and I gave a uh, uh, well placed. Well executed, hundred percent Ric Flair style um, uh, nut shot.
1: Yeah, the next remember. thing
0: you know, I'm in the office and a hard hardcore dude that was you'd have thought was just straight out thug came out his mouth and I was like, "Oh my God, what the hell just happened?" He said, That's "Yup, it. boss, he hit me in my genitals." Like what? Did he just say it proper? His genitals. I hit him in his I'm like I gave my Rick Flair a nut shot. I didn't even hit his genitals. That was the funny part. That's how sp- it was perfect. You know, you know you have the little the little cup right there in the inside of uh the arm and the crease and that's what you it's – wow.
1: He touched him in his no-no zone.
0: Yeah, apparently his no-no square. I don't know what happened. But when a hardcore and they pull out dude, the dog,
1: like where did he, where did he touch you?
0: Right <laughs> here, <laughs> what a thug pulls out the actual uh, <laughs> terminology. Like, oh shit, I'm getting fired. Uh, genitals. If you would have said, "Man, he hit me in the nuts," I'm like, me, "Well, I could justify your, that."
1: You tell me your name again for the paperwork. or Terry Cruz. <laughs> <laughs> yep, that's,
0: <laughs> that's pretty much how that went down. Oh God. Like, I would take the Me Too on that. That's how bad I felt. It's like, dang, I'm really going to have to apologize for real off of this. I didn't know it was that hardcore. Because I'm like, are you serious? Is he joking? Am I getting punked right now? And punked wasn't even a show back then. But no. I guess, you know, I can knock you out. I can hit you with the chair. Throw you across the the counter. But the moment I give you a Ric Flair nut shot that doesn't even touch your genitals. It's a national security issue. So, hey, I'm not saying anything about old boy, you know, grabbing the crotch for some type of move in an underground unsanctioned street fight. I am not the person to comment on that situation. And with that, because you really can't follow that whole segment that we just got finished talking about at all uh, with anything but a break and the push. And when we come back, we will be off of uh, the lower regions of the human male anatomy, and we're going to talk about another region, the Samoan region, and your tribal chief, Roman Reigns. So we'll be back in a moment.
4: Welcome to yet another installment of The Push. Delonte representing the Sideline Junkies. And this week... Uh, We're going to talk about, uh, uh, I guess we can call it a faction. Um, That's rather disappointing. Kind of cliched at this point. Uh, Talking about retribution. uh, This faction, I guess, is, you know, NWO meets the SHIELD meets Nexus uh, meets the... well, I won't disrespect the Four Horsemen, so I'm going to leave them out of that. Um, I'm going to leave DX out of that as well. Those are two legendary factions. Actually, NWO is a legendary faction as well. So, uh, Shield meets Nexus. You know, Retribution is a group. You know, they bunch of rebels. They're running. they disrupting everything, beating up everybody. You know, it's, they claim that there's an agenda and, you know, all this Whoop de whoop type stuff. Um, My thoughts on Retribution is played out. Uh, I'm not even, you know, excited. Like, you know, like wrestling fans my age, and I'm about to give away my age. When the NWO came out, that was exciting. Why? Because you didn't know what was going to happen, you know, who was going to be added. Um, you didn't know what was going to come out of Hollywood. Hogan's mouth, you know, week by week. Um, there was always some sort of surprise element. So, you know, <clears throat> it was just excitement. Um, same thing with DX. When, uh, And I'm talking about not the road dog, badass, Billy Gunn, that DX. I'm talking about the original from the the ground up DX. Um, the Raw's War DX with Shawn Michaels. Triple H and God rest his soul. China. Oh, and also God rest his soul. Ravish and Rip Rude, Although he was the quote unquote insurance policy, but nonetheless, an unauthorized member of DX. Um, man, it was those were exciting times. Um, retribution. I thought about the retribution thing and why it, it, it's really not popping. Um, is it because they're doing this with no. Fans, you know, they're in that Thunder uh, Thunderdome um, <clears throat> arena. Or is it just something that we've seen over and over again? This is one of Vince McMahon's things where they put together a group of people. They run in, they beat up people um, each and every week. And then after that, uh, like months down the line, they become jobbers. You know, it's just we've seen it before. And, you know, instead of doing the right thing, like um, giving Andrade and uh, with Alistair Black uh, the pushes that they deserve, they actually stopped their push. So um, I was doing my research and it looks like those two are about to become like mid-card, mid-level jobbers. Uh, yes, you heard it right. Mid-cart, mid-level jobbers, uh, which is such a shame because both of them former NXT champs, Aleister Black, um, that dude, he was, you know, kind of primed to be, like, the new top dog uh, in Raw or one of the top dogs, period, in wrestling. But, you know, Vince McMahon, he's, like, stuck in, like, just his own ways. And, you know, to be honest... I don't think he he has a lot of fanfare for NXT or or his wrestlers. It's it's a shame. It's a shame. So um, you know, again, we got retribution, you know. Take it for you know, take it for what you want. It's uh kind of disappointing to me, kinda of boring, but we'll see what's gonna happen. Um these guys they and girl ladies all black black hoodies, black masks they have nobody's revealed themselves, but apparently um due to their their body structures uh eighty percent of <clears throat> retribution has already been guessed, so there goes that um the only thing that can make that that can save this whole retribution uh creation is if someone from the w w e roster like a veteran. Comes out and says that they were in, you know, <clears throat> responsible for bringing them there. So we shall see. But other than that, I continue to hit the snooze fest on retribution. This is Delante representing the sideline junkies. Um, I want everyone to continue to stay safe. I know a lot of cities and states they're, you know, kind of opening up more and more um, but continue to wear your mask continue to practice social distance and um you know stay six six feet away from other people uh shout out to the brothers the Nubian sumo kg and the don peace
0: all right so we are fresh we are clear we are refocused and james you are getting the second question of the millennium and it was something that i was pondering as i was watching the promos for this week when it comes down to this individual to be more specific your tribal chief roman reigns so my question to you james is and i'm gonna i'm putting it in this particular terminology just because of what he came back from and how he was portrayed and finally accepted to leaving again, to coming back again. So, evil Roman, does he really need Paul Heyman?
1: Go. Does Roman Reigns really need Paul Heyman? And I have to take it to the theory of yin and yang. Form versus chaos. Substance versus oblivion, light and dark. You know, are you getting you no have, Jedi on this shit? You have this guy. I mean, when, when, as soon as you, as soon as I saw the question on the production notes, that's the first thing I thought about was J.Ru the Damager. Well, uh, uh, well, no, not J. Ru, but um, what was it? Ferrell Monch. That's, that's the, his his album, um, Organized Confusion, because that's what this is. You know. He, he he summed it up in the beginning skit of his of that album, you know, beginning the yang. Now you got to see where, just like you said, where Roman came from and where he's they're trying to take him. You got pretty much the biggest baby face in WWE other than John next to John Cena. Who has who? They've been pushing down people's throats all this time. You know, he's the guy. He's the man. He's the big dog. He's the greatest thing that's happened since John Cena. And they're, they're making him this big baby face. Then he goes off, and he has this relapse of his uh, cancer situation, and he comes back from it all uh, miraculously after about five or six months. And then all of a sudden, he decides he he needs to leave for his family. You know, he's got to, he, you know, he, he has to leave because of all this corona stuff for his family. You know, he's, do, he's doing the right thing toward his family. And everybody has bought into this and everybody has, has got his back and they're behind him. And now all of a sudden they're bringing him back as, this, as the biggest heel in the company. What do we do to negate everything that he's done? So what do they do? They put him together with. With uh, Paul Heyman, they got him in this thing against his cousin Jay Uso. You know, yeah, they they they're just they paid for his teeth filming. whitening. Yeah, the the the, te- the teeth, he don't even look the same, right? Mm-hmm. It wasn't just whitening. I mean, he got his teeth completely redone.
0: Fixed. Yeah, it's just damn near veneers,
1: right? So. You, you look at everything that he has done over the past, what, ever since he left the Shield. And all this time, they've built him up and they've, had, they've done all these things to put him in place. And now they're switching him completely 180. They got to do everything they can think of to make this work. So why not give him Paul Hamer? Why not let Paul Heyman kind of guide him into into the way that he needs to go? He did it. He's done it. He he did it with Brock. He did it with Cesaro. He did it with CM Punk. I mean, why not? They got and plus he, they got nothing else to do with Paul. So why not give it give it to him? Why not give him reigns? So yeah, but I think I think, think he can do. He does the need. Lead. Is he, he filling a hole for Brock? or is No, that... not necessarily because if Brock comes back, he's going to go to Raw so he can actually work both of them separately. So he doesn't have that neither one of them has to uh, even meet or be together. It, it doesn't even have to be like a faction. He, if, if Brock comes back, he, Brock is only going to come back for like pay-per-views and big shows so he can be there for him. He can still be his advocate. In the meantime, he's got Roman Reigns. And he's working with Roman Reigns full time. So yeah, I can see I see a need for Paul Heyman in what they're trying to do to build him up, to build Reigns up as the big heel. If he's gonna be the biggest heel in WWE, he, they gotta do something with him because he's not gonna be able to do it on his own. I don't think, and not in my opinion. Okay. So KG,
0: do you think that they put uh, uh, Roman Reigns in this position to make you happy, so that way Roman can have the belt and be there all the time, and Brock can still be the extra part-time guy that shows up once in a while, so you won't be mad at Brock anymore? Hell no! They did. It. <laughs> you got to. I was trying to throw you a bone so you could be happy, dang! Giving you a, no. a KG perspective. You don't even like that. No. That's messed up.
2: No. You, you, you got you to gotta do something because you got uh, to replace Brock. Brock's contract's up. So he's not going to resign. I think he's going to go sit home on his farm for a little bit, chill the hell out, and then he'll decide what he's going to do. But you need that monster heel that's
1: unstoppable.
0: We need Brock's daughter in the WWE. She's a beast in uh, wrestling right now. Just putting it out
1: there. But they're talking about Brock versus John Jones too, mm-hmm. uh, so that'll be a big that'll be a big for UFC if that happens. But Go on,
3: he
2: yeah, he does need Paul Heyman, not because of uh, Mike skills, but Paul Heyman. It's just like a, a continuation of dominance. Now, if you get. Uh, Roman Reigns every week kicking the shit out of people that's the payoff I should have got with Brock Lesnar I'm just saying so okay
0: alright so new question or, or, or subsequent question James I'm going to put it to you in some SAT terminology if MJF is the biggest heel in AEW then, blank is the biggest heel
1: in the WWE? Uh, right now, I've had to say Roman. I would say Randy, but they've kind of backed off of him a little bit. Plus, he's had all of those losses lately. I'd ha- I have to say Roman because that's where they, that's what they want him to be.
0: Okay, same uh, for you, KG. If MJF is the top heel for AEW, then Blank is the top heel for WWE.
3: Well,
2: jeez, I agree with James. It could have been Randy, but they, they screwed the pooch on that one. As of right now, uh, what's today? September 19th. It's 10-10. This is the Saturday Night WrestleMania. So uh, I say it has, as of right now, it has to be Roman Reigns. Because who else is... Everybody... I mean, the track record speaks for itself. So many people can't stand Roman Reigns. So he's your biggest heel. I don't see... I'm, I'm right off the top of my head. I don't see anybody as a bigger heel. You know what? KJ, go ahead and finish.
1: No, I mean that's I'm done. I don't see anybody else as a bigger heel. I mean, that's just- I'm gonna re- I'm gonna retract my statement. I'm gonna okay. retract my statement. Okay. Even though, and I and I was saying it because, like I said, they're trying to make Roman Reigns the biggest heel in WWE. But right now, and I just thought of this. Right now the biggest heel in the WWE is Bailey.
3: Ooh. Mhm.
1: I got I got to put, okay. put it on Bailey, especially after that restaurant quality ass whooping that she put on her a few weeks ago on Sasha a few weeks ago and what she did to Sasha just Trying to do the same thing last this past Friday or oh, yesterday. Yeah, I gotta retract my statement. I gotta say it's bailing.
0: Okay, I can see that. Uh, that, that was one of those moments where I wish both of those segment opportunities would have been in under normal circumstances in a live audience because I agree she would have just been booed out the building, but then also. Uh, you can't sleep on Seth Rollins for what's happening with Dominic. That, that whole storyline, if this was uh, under normal circumstances in a full arena, he would be booed out the wazoo too. Yeah, but that but story's
1: starting to get old though now.
0: It is. It is. It, it's, it, they've pretty much run its course. All they're doing now is just having Dominic pay his dues. He's going through the gauntlet of every possible scenario. Just to say, okay, he's worthy of this top spot, so they've got to beat him, they got to wear him out, they got to gas him, they got to have his family involved, he's got to be in a cage. Next thing you know, he's gonna be in a street fight. Well, actually, no, he was in a street fight, uh, so only thing left is a uh, a strap match, Texas death match, a scaffolding match, uh, Helen in the cell, uh, Elimination Chamber. Well, he's got a lot to do, never mind, but uh, also. I think still, even though he's not in the the force limelight or you don't see him all the time in every main event, I still think the number one heel, pure heel, in all three brands of the WWE is still Baron Corbin. As, As evil as Randy Orton can be, Corbin has been that number one, I just hate him consistently for the last, what, five, six years? And, and... I, don't he, I don't even think he's going to not be the king of the ring next year. It's like, they probably just won't even have to pay-per-view just so that way he can be King Corbin. <laughs> like, he's been the top heel or the that guy that's been just the villain ever since the McMahons or Sorry, the authority back then came out and said it's his fault that everything sucks and we're going to listen to you people, which stopped. So, uh, yeah, we'll see if that ever comes back because uh, we've been asking for uh, evolution for, excuse me, evolution two for a long time now. But obviously, we're not getting that. But Stephanie McMahon, you still nice, Stephanie, love you, is uh, still out there promoting, you know, how women have evolved and WWE and all the great things that's happening, happen. but we can't it's get an evolution happen. too. It's yeah. going to happen. It's going to happen. Well, you don't know need to happen. We need to have Black Lives Matters in WWE now. We, we'll just move beyond evolution. How about people that need to get a run before they retire, get what they deserve, Our truth
1: They're going to have evolution too because they need a vehicle to bring in Tessa Blanchard.
0: Well, I don't know. She was somehow managed by Hooker by Crook to have her image in the WWE game that just released Battlegrounds. Like it is literally Tessa Blanchard. Oh it's yeah!
1: A, like the literally, took, the guy that took the picture <laughs> to money from there, from the from the from the game. <laughs> yeah. So,
0: so uh, she's out the game now, but. <laughs> 2K can't win for losing right now. But they are also winners. Isn't that right, KG? 2K is a winner. Why? Because KG said something to me this week, and this is not wrestling related, that uh blew my mind and I did not understand. I thought maybe uh he was talking about he had to get PlayStation Plus or something. But he said he needed to get some Virtual currency for NBA 2K21 to boost his player. Yeah, I'm going to call him out because he said that is the number one thing he would ever do. Like, they would have to take both his arms, his legs, three of his eyes, his kids, remove his genitalia, all that stuff, before he even considered buying virtual currency. He would still say no. And what did this guy tell me? Like, God dang. Go ahead, defend yourself. You, you.
2: Number one, playing 2K20, I have two my players now because I made it. I created a new my player. I have one for just strictly my my, my season, but I got one. I made a new one for the wreck so I could fit in with my team. I got a team with my son, my nephew, his friends, and I got a, another cat. Uh, Friend of the show, or the Sideline Junkies, uh, Keefe from the block. He's going to be in the wreck now. So, you know, I got to fit in. So I'm running the point, but I need a point that's going to be able to shoot open jumpers because they, lo- they leave me open jumpers. So I was like, let me start over another one, make another template, and, and I need to build them up. So, so i just play the game and build them up. Well, it's going to take me longer because we're playing in the wreck as we speak. We're doing, we started running in the wreck Together Thursday and we were dominant. We won four games straight. I mean, it looked like the Fantastic Five out there that be running in, 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 in uh Forestville uh, community center gym. Shout out to D'Angelo, my man Pat. You know, we when we on the floor, we come in the gym. Once we get on for that first game, we're not getting off until the time for the gym to close. And that's the last game we're going home, and that's how we look. So I'm trying to, I gotta fit in because. I'm getting left over because these guys are smoking. They can shoot from long range. They can shoot from mid-range. But when they get double, I got to be able to hit the shot. So That's the only reason why I wanted VC. Mm, mm,
0: mm, 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 mm. I know hell froze over. 20, you know what? 2020. <laughs> How long have we been doing this show, KG? Uh,
2: Two years and almost Two, almost two years in a month.
0: So that's two years of you condemning the use of VC. But Wait, 2020, a- we lost to Black Panther. You use a VC. FU 2020.
2: Only reason why I, I, I don't have a choice. Oh, you have a choice. I, I do. You have a choice. I don't, I don't have the time. Let's say that I don't have the time to build this second play up like I did my first play. Now, Next, grunt, you'll be
0: I buying Madden Ultimate Team currency, so that way you can get your, you know, play with people on Madden. See no. how the sickness starts? That's how it starts.
2: Because one thing I don't agree with is, like, if you got 2K21 today, you bought it today, you spent 60 bucks, got it today, and you go to Walmart, or you go to GameStop, Target, wherever you go to buy your VC, if you bought it out of the PlayStation Store, I don't care. And your player you start off, and your player that you just made at 8.45 tonight, here we are at 10.25, and your player's a 95 overall. Yeah, I don't believe in that. And, you know, you, you haven't even played an NBA game yet, but I've, I have NBA experience. I'm trying to keep okay. up. In the
0: okay. So let me put it to you like this, young man. You go back. In the day, you and uh, BJ are creating your characters on No Mercy. Is your character a ninety-nine, or no, is he, he properly balanced at like a forty-five?
2: We weren't. When, whenever, wrestling. whenever we created any character, whether it was uh, SmackDown, NBA Live, Madden, it didn't matter. We were never allowed to max out. The slabs,
0: because the match created match. character it doesn't matter if y'all playing against each other. If you're both ninety nines max, what does it matter?
2: It, it matters a lot because it's not realistic. When we created players,
0: we talk about no. We talk about no mercy. You could be ninety nine and still suck because you can't get that reversal.
2: Well, yeah, because you, that's stick work. I get that, but no. So
0: that was we, a different agent and engine right there.
2: Never ever. Never. Yeah. We didn't Until twenty
0: twenty. All right, Twenty twenty is get back,
1: on, get back on
0: topic. Look, Jay, just because you whack,
1: I just wanted let's to get put back it out on, there. And, you let's know. get back on topic. Yes. I'm I, getting I, on I, topic. I'm getting on topic. I have not, I have right. not played a video game since Miss Pac-Man. Yes, sir. That's it. That is correct. I know nothing about what all you all are right. talking about. Me, KG, so let, let me KG, let me put it in on James's
0: topic. terms. All right. So if I took my pebble. And threw it (laughs) into the, And, and you know, I got really far, but yet you took your pebble and added another pebble to it and threw it, and it went even further. James, that's what use a virtual currency would be like. Now, so when you playing rocks, or you know, you skipping rocks outside,
1: I, or, I know what virtual currency is, and I, I have a nephew <laughs> it's all about Fortnite. So I'm I've sat for hours watching him play. Oh, you should have
0: told me about. I could
1: have gave you. A I, I mean, energy. I know what I know what y'all are talking about, but I can't put it into theory because I've never actually put it into practice for myself. So oh, that's okay. what I'm. I'm
0: Now, I appreciate you uh, indulging. I just wanted to put him on the spot since 2020 is ruining everything. Uh, Rest in peace, Ruth Bader Ginsburg. So last but not least, since James is eager to talk about this last topic of the show, I came up with it just because I knew he would probably enjoy uh, speaking on this. Retribution, to which one of them we already know, is Dominic Dijakovic. Let's just call spade a spade. I don't care whoever else the other 50 members of the Retribution are. One of them is Dominic Dijakovic. It'd be nice if one of them was you Tessa Blanchard. They,
1: you know they blamed everybody, right? They, yeah, they named the main.
2: I know, but we're not going. going was
1: leaked, we're going, we're it was we're leaked going. out on WWE.com. It was leaked, so I know. I know, they, I know not, but we just that, so, I'm not going. Yeah. To,
0: Everybody else is really a non-factor.
1: The one no, that matters. No,
0: no, 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 no.
1: You can't say that. Everybody else is not a non-factor. You, have, you, have you seen the list? Yes. Okay, then but how the are you going I'm, to... And I'm not going to say the, the names because somebody might not know it and they might not want the right. spoiler, but...
0: I also I'm, didn't want to do that, too. But the, the, two, the one that the has the women, most viable storyline... women line. are
1: not... The two women are not non-factors.
0: The one that has the most viable storyline for what they're doing is Dajakovic because he has a direct relation to Keith Lee, which is, has a direct relation to Drew McIntyre, which could put retribution by hook or by crook in an opportunity to get a championship belt for that faction sooner than later through that line. That's why I was focusing on Kovic because that that, yeah, that connection that right there could lead to a, four, the, a, a match the to the a four. fatal four way huh you
1: can't put the other four down like that
0: though i'm not i'm not putting them down i'm just saying that i, I was you brought up the others i'm just saying i'm just but talking about kovic uh, in in the current storylines are going right now it's going to take them longer to be interjected in something that could lead to a championship like I would call him the headline guy to be course, the one yeah. to lead the group. So I'm going to focus on the headline guy for all intensive purposes of the question that I'm leading you into. God, let me get my segue in, homie. Come on, Miami.
1: The problem I had was the non-factor. You needed to clean. As KG said, you needed to clean that up.
0: I did. I cleaned it up with, stay out my business, G. <laughs> <laughs> so as I'm trying to trying to ask you, you all mucking up your own question that I set up for you. You have to be mucking all, it up
1: yourself. Well, go ahead. All, all extra. God, man. This is about
0: time for you to go pee.
1: No, it's not.
0: <laughs>
1: <laughs> so
0: as I was saying. Before I was rudely interrupted by the person I'm asking this question to, who will have time to speak.
1: Somebody else's genitals. You know what? (laughs)
0: Uh, (laughs) (laughs) Retribution. Is it still cool at this moment? Or are they starting to resemble an NWO ripoff? Not the trio. I'm talking when everybody and their mama pretty much was in the NWO uh, and WCW. And just because we are the Sideline Junkies WrestleMania, you might as well just go ahead and name everybody else that you hung up on this um, non-factor thing. So go ahead no, and tell everybody. No,
1: no, 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 no. I'm not going to go You want to do it, you go ahead, but I'm no, not going no. to.
0: Don't be out there mentioning that it's already been named. You might as well just go ahead and say it now, spoiler alert.
1: God. I'm not doing it because they took it down. If nobody's seen it and they, want to, they don't want to know, I'm not going to spoil it for anybody. So if you <laughs> want to tell them, you can. Uh,
0: so I can tell them, but you can't tell
1: them. You, you, you do what you want to. You're a grown man.
0: Answer the question, James. you get an extra moments.: right now. The question
1: now. is... The, the question Why are is, you whack? I'm never whack. whack. Wiggity whack. First of all, yes, it is a problem with retribution because they're starting to get their ass whooped too much, and they're starting to become irrelevant. They're starting and and to use your uh, terminology or to use your idea, they're more right now. They've turned into they've they've gone from uh, NWO black and white to NWO Latino.
0: Oh, God, you took them all the way down there? Well, who rejuiced them?
1: Now, yeah, because, I mean, for what four people, the Hurt Business, for what four people did to 20 people in retribution? Come on, now. How are you going to take
0: them seriously? Well, that you bar- that bar- the that, in
1: thing- my opinion, that buried them for me.
0: Yeah. They, they will kill a light switch, though. I can tell you that much.
1: Oh, they hell they on an electric bill now, no doubt.
0: Mm-hmm. Y'all better stop playing around. They're going to shut them lights off again. No! No! I can't see in the dark.
1: Stone go. You don't know if they are coming or the fiend. I mean, at this point. <laughs>
0: <laughs> so, do, do you think they need to just go ahead, unmask, and move on? Because I still don't understand why they have Retribution running around in black masks and then you see Tozawa and ninjas running past them, it's like, wait a minute, who the hell are the ninjas anymore? I think half the ninjas jump ship just because they just wanted to actually beat somebody up.
1: They need, now, now that they have taken all of the, whatever the technology is to mask their voices and whatnot, you, they've got the open, kind of like open face where you can see their eyes and pretty much their nose, so you can kind of tell who's who. At this point, I mean, now that, and now that all the names have been leaked, yeah, they need to go ahead and unmask them and do whatever the hell they are planning on doing with them because it's starting to get ridiculous. They, they push, they're doing it too—this has gone too far, too long.
0: Do you think adding too many ass- people hurt them or, or showing like well, people
1: think, in a group is hurting them? I don't, think they, I don't think the fact that they've been bringing in more people— To back them up, they're doing that to confuse people, but they are the main five. They're trying to, but and they're trying and they're bringing in those extra people, kind of to kind of hide who they actually are to try to keep the secret, so to speak, uh, of who they really are. But it's not working because they got somebody in there that's already shot them in the foot on that. So just go ahead, unmask them, do what they're gonna do, and. Get them started along where they're gonna go ahead, what they want to do with them.
0: All right, all right, all right. KG, what do you think about the RWO?
2: <laughs> the simple fact that James put him down with LWO was crazy. Yeah, it is disrespectful.
0: That's that's disrespectful. That's a genital shot right there. You it have... is
1: what it is.
0: That, that's a lateral move to the Blue World Order. Shout out to the Blue Media. Uh, uh, blue,
1: blue World Order is way better. Wait, wait, wait. You know. wait. Don't, ever, don't
2: ever disrespect them with that. That's the job squad. Pin me and pay me. <laughs>
1: that's all right. They got, they, they got over on their own. Without a mask. Yes. Without all the secrecy. They just came out there as the Blue World Order and they did their thing and they got over. He <laughs> These five are not over.
2: Well, right. I, I'm not I'm not feeling retribution. And I to me, no, they NWO gave you a sense of excitement. Even when damn near ninety eight percent of the roster was a part of some faction of NWO, you you had uh black and white. Wolfpack, uh, you had LWO. If I'm silver not mistaken, LWO, huh?
1: Silver and black.
2: Yeah, silver and black. You, you had LWO had uh the filthy animals in it, which I was a fan of. I preferred LWO over everybody, in. It. but uh, I I I'm not even I'm not even gonna put them in the same league with LWO. They, they're not even LWO's league because they're not disruptive enough. So.
3: Hmm.
2: I'm pretty much done with Retribution. I mean, either tell you something my godmother used to say, either shit or get off the pack. What you gonna do?
1: I was about to say the same thing. Yeah. What you gonna do? Right.
2: All
0: right. So let me ask y'all this final question of the night and then we'll wrap it up, B. If AW was gonna do the same exact storyline, how would you book it?
3: They did. Dark Order.
0: Eh, I wouldn't really count that.
1: They pretty much did the exact same thing with Dark Order.
0: (laughs) Dark Order wasn't as disruptive. They were just, okay, we're the only group that's in the show right now. We're just going to beat people now and and then move on until eventually the Exalted One shows up. And then now we're irrelevant because it's all about and, the exalted one.
1: Well, I mean, look, look what they did. I mean, th- think but about what they—that's—that's that's, that's they not a picture. They brought in, they brought in, they brought Stormer. in people Uno and Stu Grayson, right? Mm-hmm. They had all of their minions with them. Then all of a sudden, they brought in um, the three and four who are the standouts of the Minions. Then they brought in Brody Lee, and now they've got 10, they've got 5, they got 99. It's the same, it's pretty much the same yeah. thing.
0: Okay, I'll give it to you. They just took the math angle. So I it guess just if you up, plot just all those, as the Illuminati. Yeah, right, they
1: just switched up the numbers, and instead of having instead of having five people to start out, they had two. And they brought they brought in the minions, they brought in the extra folks. So AEW, they, they they got they named somebody ninety
0: nine. WWE, they have ninety nine people in it. I got you.
1: Pretty pretty much, yeah.
0: Okay, I respect that, James. Would you book it a different way, KG, or you you think? Uh, like James, that that's pretty much a solid already happened type of thing.
2: I agree. It's already happened. I'm going to tell you something. You guys are some of the most creative and brightest minded wrestling brothers that I, I know. And I'm not saying that because we got I don't show here, and, and you know, I got to show love, and it's in my contract that I got to show you guys love. No, 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 I'm being honest. I'm being absolute honest. So if you're, if you're saying that it's already been done, I know it's already been done. I know I'm on the right page. It's, it, it's, it's WWE has a habit of recycling an awful lot. Sometimes they'll recycle something from 20 years ago, 25 years ago. It'll be something. And then sometimes they'll recycle something that's recent and think everybody forgot, but you forget about it. sometimes
0: they'll just recycle somebody's theme song. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. What do you think about that, Kurt Angle? (laughs) Like, what the heck? Is Is Hogan coming out? (laughs) Like,
1: oh, man. The Patriot!
0: (laughs) I said, is Hogan coming out?
1: (laughs) Like oh, yeah,
0: but Hogan. Well, well I mean but uh, Hogan had a version of that as well.
1: I think Ho- I think Hogan might have used it then once, it
0: went, or twice, but then it went to the Patriot and then it, it went, went to
1: the Patriot, yeah to uh
0: then it went to Angle. Right. But no, I agree with you, K G. Yeah, it's it's uh that recycling thing, yeah. But I mean, you know. You can as far only do as I'm concerned, concerned, so if they, many if they, things, so many times. Talk about
1: recycling it. Talk about recycling it. This reminds me of that storyline they try to do with the powers that with the uh, the ultimate power or the powers that be when they de, when they um when they un, when they had the guy with the shawl and the hood and everything. And it, it was, was me, yeah, Austin. Yeah, it was me. All yeah. If we went out, wound up being Vince McMahon. It was me. It was me all along. It's pretty much the same as that. Almost.
0: Yeah, just a lot of hornswoggle back under the ring. And let's get back to, may I have your attention, please? We need an anonymous raw general manager again. Never well, speaking of general manager,
1: when again. did
0: Adam, Adam Pierce become the guy? When we weren't doing GMs anymore?
1: Well, he's not a GM. <laughs> Tell him that. He's not a GM. He's Jonathan Coachman.
0: Yeah, that's true. Bring back the coach again. I miss Coach.
1: He is Jonathan Coach. All he is is a minion right now. But I like, I like Adam Pierce. Adam Pierce is Adam Pierce. I don't know if anybody knows who Adam Pierce is. I'm sure YouTube might know. But for those that don't know, Adam Pierce is a multiple time NWA World Heavyweight Champion. And he was the one before Billy Corrigan bought NWA who kept the NWA afloat, especially with the uh, series that he did with Colt Cabana in the uh, seven stages of death series that they had uh, against each other. And that, which was wonderful. I mean, that year long thing that they had together was just pro wrestling, throwback goodness. So uh, if if y'all ever go, if y'all ever want to go to YouTube and look up the, Look up that series that they did together. It's something worth watching. But Adam Pierce is, Adam Pierce is like one of those journeyman wrestlers who uh, came out, who, who was wrestling in the independents all over Japan and whatnot and just came out of obscurity and became, became a mainstay within the NWA in its lowest time and just kept them relevant enough. To where uh billy Corrigan was like well yeah this is something that i might need to invest in and bring and bring it back so shout out to adam pierce and everything he's ever done in the wrestling business and for him to get this opportunity to be on camera like this and do his thing and, and just like um joseph park mm-hmm. joseph park came, came out of uh, uh T- tna and impact from being uh Abyss, the hardcore, the hardcore wrestler and whatnot, who uh, idolized Mick Foley and wanted to be Mick Foley, and did everything that he could to try to emulate himself in that vein. So yeah, um, I'm glad to see him back back on camera, even even as Joseph Park. So yeah, but these two guys, those two guys, but Adam Pearce, yeah, I'm glad to see that he they actually working with him and doing something with him on camera now.
0: I agree. I agree, but do you think Adam Pierce is ever going to get the clue that in WWE, nobody ever really leaves the building? Because he's forever. Okay, you have to leave the building. I'm leaving now. All right. Why are you still here? <laughs> like, God, don't you know this? That, that's as synonymous as yeah, uh, don't run in the woods with some heels on, you know you're going to die, right? Okay. I'll try it anyway. Or as we say in my household all the time, why are y'all walking around the house in a horror movie with a flashlight, just turn the lights on? Just think about that. Flashlight, but you could just turn the lights on. Half of the people wouldn't have died in the damn horror movie had they have turned the lights on.
1: that be the end of the movie.
0: Uh, yeah. That's kind of like Paranormal activity! Oh my God! Did y'all just see the refrigerator open? I'm moving. That's all it took. They all would have stayed alive had they have left the next day.
1: Now uh, just like that.
0: I don't think like that's really episode, happening.
1: Just like the episode of Big Bang Theory when Amy was like, um, "There was no reason for Raiders of the Lost Ark," <laughs> <laughs> and she said that one sentence was like, "Yeah." If they'd have never found, if he'd have, if they'd have never found the, uh, if if they'd have never done with the staff and everything or whatever, and you know they would have never, they, they would have found the, the staff anyway. The end of the movie would have happened without everything that happened with Indiana Jones, so there was no reason for the movie to even exist. Sure. And that blew everybody's mind. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> even I was like.
0: Yeah. 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 Yeah, yeah all, leave it to Big Bang. So, wow, we've covered a, a lot of interesting things this week, gentlemen. So, uh I I think this was a, a pretty solid show.
2: Before we go. Oh. Can I can I can I, I just I just need 2 minutes.
0: You need 2 minutes of play time. Go
2: ahead. Uh.
1: You before we re- get out of-
0: no no, 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 no. You can only go to.
2: <laughs> I got I to gotta send a special, special shout out to my man, Ben Conti, and All In Sports for their Baltimore show from uh, last week. He did uh, show some love to me, did top 10 WCW Clash of Champions. Uh 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 matches, WCW version now. Now I can't remember the whole 10 because I was listening to it at work. I didn't have a chance to write it down. But gentlemen, I'll send it to you after we're done and you check it out. But excellent show. Uh of course, you were wrong about the Washington football team because we will win the division this year, but we will not mention the P word, so shh, but Big shout-out to Ben on that one, man. Excellent show. Excellent. All in sports.
1: What was his number one match?
2: Ah, uh, geez. Now, yeah, I told you I ain't write it down. <laughs> but I, I, I got to send it to you. But it was a lot of Rick Flair in there, I'll tell you that. And, you know, that made me happy. Especially, uh, w- w- you know how I feel about Flair. It wasn't a
1: Flair. It wasn't a match with the Killer Bees like your boy was talking about with the tag teams, was it? What? No. what the
0: heck? Oh, I no. didn't
1: talk about the Killer Bees, did I? Was that no. it was you said it was the best tag team in, in, in
0: No, history. that was a. He was joking. I was joking about the
2: Killer Bees. <laughs> no, <laughs> but we know he didn't say was the best tag team of all time. Man, stop talking about me. Yeah, let let us talk about you. I'm mean, not getting into that.
0: We don't start. We don't have time. Oh, look at it. we TV time. This show only goes until TV time.
2: <laughs> and Ben. One minute of TV
0: it. time remaining. It, it, hit me up. How H- about, tell that, me for, how about that for me. a Clash of Champions moment? One minute of TV time. 30 seconds of TV time. We'll talk about Ric Flair moments of Clash of Champions.
4: How many I'm done. Times
0: we heard that during a clash. So since we only have 30 seconds of TV time, I think it's time for James to do his first ever contractual obligation of telling people where they can hear us.
1: Wow. What was that in my contract? 15 seconds of TV time (laughs) (laughs) remaining. Well, you can find the sideline junkies. 10. By going to Google and putting in sideline junkies. Eight. And finding us on all of our. Seven channels and stations Six, and websites. Five, I can't name them all like KG can, but again, four, Google Sideline the Junkies and you three, can find us all of the major podcast two outlets. One.